Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. Everyone that was with him was distressed, in debt, discontented. This was not a um, polished people. This was not an A-team of the military. This, was, this group started at a place. How many knows you got to start at a place to get to a place? And so we see here that these people, this team of military was a group of drifters. They were a, 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 a type of people that was disturbed. The Bible tells us they were discontented, distressed, debtors, uh, much like probably a lot of you feel today, oppressed, and uh, some of them just just plumb troublemakers. Let's just let's just call it like it is. But the Bible says that he took the worst elements in society, and he he said, "I want to gather them together. I want to gather these that were discontented and oppressed in Saul's leadership." And he says, "I'm going to take them, and now I'm going to." Uh, create in them something that they could not create in themselves or see in themselves. I, I know that, that today we look good. We've got our suits on. Some of you are in your pajamas today. But thank God that you've moved up a level. You know, God has blessed you. And, and I know that today, we, you know, some of us uh, can look at our lives and we can see change. We can see that we're different than we used to be. Uh, as, as comparable to Scripture, we should. We should reflect what the Gospel represents and what He says and what He states. We're different than we used to be, but, but there's, if we look back down memory lane just for a moment, if we look down memory lane and, 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 and we can find some stuff that we wish uh, probably uh, wouldn't have happened in our life. We can look at some stuff that we got into that we maybe shouldn't have got into that took us down a dead-end path. And the Bible says that we've all... Uh, sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We can look at our sh- over our shoulder and we can look back at regret. We can look back down memory lane and we can see that that there was a place where we didn't want to be and and uh, that we didn't we got ourselves in. But uh, and maybe some of you you can look back over your shoulder and you can see that place where you had nothing, where you had no uh, you had no money. <laughs> you had no peace. You had no joy. Uh, there was no purpose in your, uh, in, in your life. There was no purpose. There was no potential that you could even see. But, but there was a, a moment in time where something shifted and something happened in your life. There was a moment in time where somebody, where you uh, stepped into a place, uh, you were bound, oppressed. Some of you were even high. Some of you were even drunk. Come on, somebody. Some of you were even at a place where uh, uh, you were bitter, you were angry, you were depressed, however the case may be. But as the song says, I I was lost in sin when Jesus took me in. You know, and, and, and He took me in just as I was. He took me in a mess. He took me in at my worst. And, and David here exemplifies that character and that integrity and that personality that will take us in. And David took these men in our opening story. And when he took them, here's what I want you to understand. When he took them, something happened. 
When David took these men, something shifted and something changed. And Jesus did exactly this in our lives. What He did here uh, on the cross. Why He went to the cross. Why He performed what He performed in the story of the cross. And He went through all the suffering and the heartache. And He said, and even looked at a, at a bunch of uh, a mess. And He looked at them and he, as they're saying, crucify Him. Crucify Him. He says, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. He looked, here, here's the, here's the, 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 what I want to get out is that he looked at the worst and he saw the best. God looked at the worst in you and he's looking at you right now. Maybe you're in the worst state of your life. Maybe you find yourself in bondage. Maybe you're in a darkest place of your life. But I, I, I want you to understand, you may not see the best in you. You may not see the way out. But God is looking at your worst and he sees the best on the inside of you. I know that, that we're all you know, here and we're watching and some of us are at a different place. But I, I, I wonder if there's any witnesses in here that can testify, thank God, that He saw something in me when I couldn't see it in myself. Come on. Is there any witnesses in the house that can just give God some praise just for a few moments? Uh, because God looked at you when you were at your worst and he saw the best in you and he didn't leave you in the mess and he didn't leave you addicted and he didn't leave you depressed and he didn't leave you poor. Come on. And he didn't leave you down and he didn't leave you pouting about it, but he has placed on the inside of you this joy of your salvation to tell somebody else, if he's done it for me, he will do it for you. David looked at these men, these nobodies that nobody else wanted, and he started to cultivate something on the inside of them that was greater than they could see in themselves. And all of a sudden, what was a nothing became the greatest military force that probably the world has ever seen. This was a military that was uh, aggressive. They were they were they were studied. They were trained uh, by one of the by by the anointed king David. And if anybody uh, would understand that grace and mercy uh, was sustained upon him that God graced David uh, to, to lead a people into this kind of warfare into this kind of battle and, and, and God is doing the thing even now because he, he took the broken and, he, and, and, and he, he, they became the elite he took the evil and they became the elite in the kingdom he took the, uh, the bitter and, the, and they became the elite the highest level of courage the highest level of integrity the highest level of ability in the kingdom and I hear the Lord saying I'm doing the same thing to a remnant of people to a body of believers to a remnant in this hour I'm building not just a family but I'm building an army I'm not just building a family that's bound by blood that's bound by uh, uh, this family tie but I'm building an army I'm I know the family of God it takes that but there's a difference ladies and gentlemen there's a difference in family and there's a difference in the army of God. A family is held together by bonds of blood and love and thank God for the family of God. But he is he is calling in he's calling out from the family a remnant of people who understand that you have a mission. Who understand that you're held together not just with blood and the love but you're held together with commitment. Come on. You're held together with a mission. You're held together with a vision. You've got 
your eyes on the prize. You've got your hand to the plow and God is doing something right here and right now. Come on somebody. There's a difference between family and an army and God is calling from the family. He's calling an army to step out because there's a body that we, there's a body of believers that are waiting on you that are waiting on the sons that are waiting on the daughters of God to, to step out in faith so that God can use you not to pat somebody on the back or pet them but it's time to start fighting it's time to fight some demons off it's time to fight sickness and disease and go to warfare it's time to understand that you're not just a, a son in the family but you're a soldier in the army of God Jesus called the ten servants in Luke 19, 13 and delivered them ten pounds, four months worth of wages. And he said a thing, and I want to say this to you. Some of you right now, it's easy for us to sit. It's e easy us, for us to settle in the dark clouds. It's easy us for, uh, for us to settle when, 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 the word is when the words of this world and the winds of this world are blowing and trying to toss to and fro. It's easy for us to settle in our, our, our relationship. It's easy for for us to sit comfortably on our cushion in our Christianity but but God is calling a people right now he says I want you to occupy I want you to occupy till I come I want you to understand that in the midst of a season of devastation God has provided for you but he didn't provide for you just to sit comfortably on your cushion he said I'm giving you wages because I want you to occupy the land he's saying I want I want you to conquer I want you to take over. I feel a kingdom takeover coming this morning. I feel God doing a thing in the midst of a thing and establishing uh, his kingdom in this earth. Uh, he said, I want you to engage. I want you to capture. I want you to possess. I want you to go and occupy till I come. This is not the family term. This is a military term that says uh, it's, not a st it's not a static term. It's not a, a term without resistance. It's not an immobile term, but how many know that this, this term is a, is a term of activation. It's a term of acceleration. It's a term where God is saying go into all the world and preach the gospel to all the nations. You were never intended in your life to live in shackles of limitations. God has more for you. He created you to do exploits in the kingdom, radical exploits and breakthroughs in the kingdom of God. We're not to here to sit on a rapture bus uh, waiting for Jesus to come home uh, but I know that there's a people who are alive uh, you understand that God said occupy you understand that there's a full force on the inside of you an energy and it's the word occupy it's not a defensive word uh, but it's an offensive word uh, and it says occupy uh, move forward press on uh, to the high call of the of the, the most high God I believe uh, that in order for you and I as the army of God uh, to fulfill the command of God in this hour we must forcibly and aggressively move forward come on somebody we must keep plowing the field we must keep engaging in warfare and we must overcome resistance pull down every stronghold and every high thing that exalts itself against this word occupy till I come God is releasing his glory God is releasing his power. The Bible says in Luke 10 and 19, he says, I've given you power 
to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. And then he closes that statement with nothing. Come on, somebody. Nothing shall hurt you. What are you scared of? What are you afraid of? Nothing can hurt you. Nothing can hurt you. Not to hold down. He didn't give us that to hold down uh, the, the fort, but he's anointed a people to aggressively move forward. I'm preaching to myself right now. He's, a, he's anointed a people to aggressively advance in the kingdom of God, to forget those things which are behind you, and to press forward toward the prize. This, this may not speak to everybody listening to me right now, but God is communicating to a people who are consumed with the mandate to establish the kingdom of God in the earth and I hear the Lord say with heavenly wind behind you that you will tread under your feet anything and everything come on that opposes the purpose in this season that you will tread down everything that gets in front of your promise and your potential that you'll tread down everything that gets in front of the prize the high calling of Christ Jesus those who have made up in your mind no matter what it takes I will do as the Lord has commanded me to do in the foremost part in the front part I'm tired of standing in the back of the line but I'll get right up front in the kingdom of God and advance this army and advance the promise of God and advance the purpose of God you're not a part of a hangout army you're a part of an advancing army we've had the hangout army for centuries that we just come and hang out and it's a family thing and we focused on the family thank God for that but there's an army that's rising up and you can either get in the battle or you can get run over I'm here to tell you right now that there's an army rising up there's an army with potential there's an army with force there's an army with the wind of God that's coming behind them and propelling them in this hour they're, they're, they've been trained and equipped through life. They've been trained for the purpose. They've got scars through the training. They've been equipped for such a time as this. There has been a moment of being beaten and bruised. There's been training. But how many knows that the, 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 the blessedness now is coming out of the brokenness? That there is a quality that's coming out of the place where you didn't quit (laughs) there's an eliteness that's coming out of the moments that evil didn't overtake you there's an eliteness there's a promise there's a purpose there's still a plan God is not slack concerning his promises this is the season of them that God is working all things together somebody just shout all things all things are turning for your, for, your, uh, for your benefit. All things are turning around. Because of Him, you will be the best. Come on. Because of Him, you're going to be the bravest in this season. Come on, catch that right there. I'm going to be braver than I've ever been before. I'm going to be best, not because of me, but I have the best. I have the bravest. I'm carrying the potential. He is the advancing force. And we will tread down everything in the path uh, that is set before us. God has given you mighty weapons, ladies and gentlemen. God has given you the potential. God has given you so many different things to fight in the kingdom of God. The authority of his name being one of them. That at the name of Jesus, demons tremble. At the name of Jesus, a principality squirm in their boots. That at the name of Jesus, sickness is healed. Disease is uplifted off of your body. And the authority of the name and the word of God 
and praying and fasting and the great mighty gifts of the Holy Ghost with the infilling power of God now sits on you not to sit down but to get up and do something with the weapons that he's placed in your hand that he's placed in your spirit he gave you the weapons of power to advance I come to talk to an advancing army that you understand that you're not just in a season but you're in a season to fight you're in a season to do something you're in the season of movement and every believer right now in this hour we understand that so many churches have become lukewarm there's so many churches that's become so self-seeking and self-preserving and self-centered but there's an army rising up that God is calling from a place it's an army of God's people it's an army that's coming out of hiding it's an army that's coming out of a military post outpost they've been training for this come on they've been in a secret place being equipped for this they've been in a place to be mobilized to that society and what is it that we're going to do ladies and gentlemen what have we been prepared for we've been prepared to go out into the enemy's territory and we're going to take back our families and we're going to take back our communities and we're going to take back this country I come to state this promise that in God we still trust I said in God we still trust we stand on God's word we stand on God's promises we stand as a mighty army with mighty forces that have our back and with God we will move forward with his message that's not complacent but his message is powerful his message is enough and there's a breed of people that has a fresh confidence in the battle come on I'm looking to awaken you right now I want to activate some soldiers right now I want to activate some family members to step out on the battlefield for your Lord I once was lost in sin but Jesus took me in hallelujah I'm having a little talk with my Lord. Hallelujah. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Yes, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. I've promised him that I would serve him till I die. And I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Hallelujah. I'm saved, I'm, I, I'm saved, sanctified, and I am by the blood of Jesus. And because of what he's made available to us, we are filled not only with the indwelling presence of God, but we are filled with the power and the potential of heaven and the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, but the violent is going to tread and take it back by force. The church is not just the family of God, but there's an army, not just a group of people who love each other. Thank God for the love of God. God, that we have just got down pat we are so good at loving people in the body of church praise God for the love of God without the love we have nothing but I have this problem that we focus so much on the love that we've loved people right straight to hell I'm looking for some people who will fight for your family who will fight for ones you love who will get out on the battlefield and do what you've been trained and equipped to do who will carry the response Responsibility and the authority of heaven through the gifts of the Holy Spirit activating and manifesting this reality of the love of Jesus in this world. Why? Because He is powerful. He is a way maker. He is a miracle worker. He is a promise keeper. He is everything that you need right now that's unified us with His love. The love of God 
The love for each other, the love for the lost comes from Him and it further unifies us together by our love for Him, love for each other, love for the lost. But it also, there's a greater unity that comes, and hear me, from commitment. Like the special forces military, there's a commitment. I, 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 I choose to go on to, to come into this group. Come on, somebody. I make the choice to be different. I make the choice uh, to be radical. I make the choice to be set apart. It's a separation. And that separation and that grooming sometimes, the process can be difficult. The separation and grooming process of breaking out of the crowd can be very lonely. It can be very isolating. It can be very difficult for you. And sometimes you can even feel like you've done something wrong in this place. Sometimes you can feel uh, just totally uh, alone, but it's, but it's been training. God has been training you because he, has to, he had to separate you so that He could get you to a place where you didn't rely on the majority's consensus. Come on, somebody. You didn't rely on what everybody else is screaming. But you hear another voice. There is a leader that's calling you and commanding you and demanding you for the battle. There's confirmation of God's will, His purpose, and His plan. And everything opposing that has to get out of your life, has to get out of your ear gate, has to get out of your spirit. And so God will separate you and He will isolate you sometimes because He's separating you for a greater purpose. You are in the position of extreme commitment. This is an extreme thing to get on this level of I'm separating myself from the world. Sometimes that means turning things off. Sometimes that means fasting a little more. Whatever that separation looks like. And it may be lonely and it's a passionate position. It's difficult sometimes. Not only spiritually in spiritual warfare. Because the enemy will do everything he can to make you quit. To, to make you give up. He'll do everything he can. But if that don't work, then he will allow you to understand that you're misunderstood. In this place, you'll be misunderstood because it's in these moments of, uh, of, of this place where God is calling an army to advance that, that the, the regular uh, religious church uh, followers of Christ, they will not understand this radical, extreme way of a Christian. They won't understand it's unorthodox. Uh, they call it out of control because they don't fit. Uh, you don't fit in my traditional box. Uh, you don't fit in my three points in a poem and just three songs and then I'm going to go to the house uh, you don't fit uh, because there's a hunger come on there's a there's a hunger for the presence of God there's a hunger for the glory and some will avoid you and some will criticize you because of this extreme radical devotion and commitment to Christ uh, and here's the reason why I'm just going to go ahead and tell you because when you're radical for Christ uh, when you'll do uh, whatever it takes uh, for Jesus to get to a people I'm, I'm talking to an army right now I'm talking to a people that's on the edge of a breakthrough. I'm talking to a people that the enemy has almost got you positioned in a place where you're, you've just decided it's not worth it. I'm here to tell you, you keep fighting. Don't you dare give up because what you are doing as being an extremist is you are confronting and exposing the half-heartedness of the church. You are confronting and exposing those who have been indifferent year after year after year going around the same mountain. I'm looking 
looking at a people who have truly unbridled. They, they have love. They have passion. There's devotion for Christ. And when you have this kind of passion and when you have this kind of desire for the movement of God, for the potentials of God, it wakes up criticism. Don't get lost in the criticism. Don't get lost in the persecution. Don't get mistaken with the crowd. But go ahead and step out like the woman who had something to offer Jesus and she walked in the room with a bunch of religious rituals and religious rulers and she had a bottle of a precious and she took that bottle in two passages of scripture it says that she anointed the head of Jesus in another passage of scripture it says that she anointed the feet of Jesus and they were so indignant we could have sold that ointment we could have sold it for 300 denarius and we could have sold it and gave the money to the poor but I'm looking at a people right now that you're not religious but you're in relationship that you're not only a son but you're a soldier in the army of God and the Bible says in the book of Mark that they criticized her sharply they criticized her dramatically they criticized her harshly who would you call anointing Jesus why would you call something uh, and somebody uh, that, that would anoint Jesus why would you call that a waste of time well I'm going to go ahead and tell you that whole that spirit has not left the building I'm here to tell you it's the same people that get a little under, un, uncomfortable when we go two hours over service that's the same religious frozen chosen people that have a spirit of religion and then this, this is religious folk but she poured out her precious in the midst of the religious spirit she poured out the potential because she understood what was happening next she wasn't in the room she was in the spirit she wasn't in the room she knew something was about to happen next she was just making preparation for a power she was making preparation for the next moment of her life there was preparation for the next I came on alive today to stand as a voice to declare that in these days God is looking for the remnant the remnant to lead boldly, passionately, aggressively, who will upset religious folk, the stiff-necked, uh, let's just say it like this, the deadheads, and you've been dead for years, but God is saying that He wants to awaken you. It's not your fault, it's our fault. It's the church's fault that we are, have fallen asleep when we should be awake. I'm tired of everybody else experiencing the glory and the outpouring of God's power. Overseas, they could show us a, a thing or two about how to have church. As a matter of fact, it starts getting good at midnight. The problem is that you, you, you feel more comfortable down at the bar than you do in the church house. You don't have a problem with time until you get to church. Here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. What you're into, you'll sit through. And you'll sit and wait if you know what you're waiting for. Come on, somebody. You'll sit and wait if you know that God is up to something. 
that this is not just us sitting around twiddling our thumbs. God is wanting to do something. He He wants to do something in you. He wants to do something in you that brings forth purpose, not just in this moment, but He wants to do something through you for the next generation. Listen, we have We have fallen short because of devices of the enemy and tricks and all of these things that have distracted the church. But I'm looking for an army who will step out on the battlefield again. Warriors of the faith, believing that as together we can be extreme, we can be radical, we can be passionate not only in our worship, but we can be passionate about going out into the streets and taking the loss back. The spirit of the anointing of revelation that's coming, it's going to materialize in such a way. And I believe this for the remnant of people that God has chosen. And they're starting to figure out, I don't know, where, I don't know what God is doing, but He's doing something in me. There's a hunger. There's a fresh desire. It's revolutionary what God is about to do in a people. It's an absolute thing that He's going to do in you. It's a profound thing that God is going to do in you. Uh, and it's going to happen immediately. How is it going to happen immediately? When you move. When you start to step into it, uh, there's an influence that, that you're going to step into. God wants you to give you influence to influence. He wants to give you resources so that you can influence in this this day that we are uh, living in. He wants to produce a favor on you that's unprecedented, that's uncommon. Come on, somebody. We got enough common carbon copy churches, listen, all over. Everybody's looking the same. Everybody's doing the same thing. But there's a remnant of people who want to be different. Come on. There's a remnant of people who still want to be Oh, help me, Jesus. There's a remnant of people who still want to live pure, who still want to live holy. Come on. They want to look different than the world. They need to be the light in the darkness. They need to be some hope in a hopeless situation. And there's a glory that's being released to bring forth not just a little measure here and a little fraction over here. But how many knows that uh, the Holy Spirit is multidimensional, that your God is multidimensional, and He has there's a full measure of the Spirit that God wants to release that is the Spirit of wisdom. That is the spirit of understanding. That is the spirit of counsel. That is the spirit of might and knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And I'm talking about the sevenfold, uh, the sevenfold spirits of God, the fullness of God that will deliver you, that will change your family, that will change your atmosphere. And don't be surprised when creativity starts showing up in the glory. Here's what I want to tell you. So many people get worked up when God starts create, being creative in worship, when he starts being creative in in the word and, and 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 but but we have to understand that if he's a creative force why is he going to stop creating he's he created from genesis to revelation he is a creative god revealing his throne room and that's what he wants to do ladies and gentlemen he wants to reveal his throne room right there in your room <laughs> he wants to reveal who he is and the bible says that if you'll seek him you will lack nothing that he has you will lack no good thing there's wisdom and knowledge and ideas and resources that are coming to a people who are hungry, that are coming to a remnant of people who are desperate for His presence. And there's great discoveries that we've not tapped into yet, but He's looking for the army to step into the glory, to not be scared of what I'm going to do, to not be ashamed of what I'm going to do. But He says, I want you to to allow me to use you. And sometimes to do that, it's a very vulnerable place, ladies and gentlemen, to be used by God, not just in the church house, 
house, but outside the house, maybe in your house. Hallelujah. God wants to use you in that way, not just as the family of God, but he's looking for intercessors who will pray for hours, who will continue to pray, who will continue to press until what he's confessed is manifested into your atmosphere. God says, I want to manifest myself, but I'm looking for a hungry church. I'm looking for somebody who will pull on the anointing. I'm looking for somebody who will pull on my word. I'm looking for somebody who will pull in the midst of my presence that when you know I'm there, keep pulling. Come on, somebody. That you can't get so full that you won't pull. That God is saying, I'm looking for an army that will fight and keep on fighting. That you'll keep fighting when you lose. That you'll get up, dust yourself off, and keep on fighting. Because I'm here to tell you, there's resurrection power on the inside of you. There is healing power that's on the inside of you. There's power to deliver. There's power to set free. There's power to give you peace. There's power to make you a way in the middle of no way. There's power to bust through chains. There's power to break every limitation. If somebody believes that in your house, shout hallelujah. Glory to God. This is just the backdrop of what God is wanting to do. Those of who have been standing against carnality and spiritual indifference. I, I just, I'm going to speak this as Kevin Wallace spoke it over us. That this will be a season as you're fighting. It'll be easier than it's ever been. <laughs> you say, how can you say that? His yoke is easy. His burden, light. Come on, lift your hands and receive that right there, army of God. You fought for this moment. <laughs> you fought for this position. Matter of fact, worship team, I'm ready for you. I've got more word, but I just feel a shift right now. There is coming out of true worship access. There's coming out of true desire divinity. There's Trump coming out of true compassion. Not the compassion that's going to pet on something. <laughs> but the compassion who will pull somebody out of something. There's a difference. And we've petted long enough. And it's made no difference. God is looking for a people who will fight. This is not comfortable Christianity and I understand that. But God is looking for a passionate army who will fight. A passionate people who will reach the world for Jesus Christ. Even if they spit on you. The burden's easy. Come on, somebody. His yoke is light. I'm telling you, it's going to get easier. It's going to get easier. Even when you begin to witness, I speak this and I've spoken this in Wednesday nights, it's going to flow forth. There's going to be words that's not your words. It's going to come forth. You're going to be able to witness easily. Come on, receive that. At your home, it's going to be easy. It's, go it's going to be easy. You're going to fight, but you don't have to fight. There's angels' armies that are going before you that will fight on your behalf. All you got to do is put your hand at the plow Keep pressing. Don't let anything run you over. But it's time for you to look the devil in the eye and say, I will not stop until I see it. 
and you either get out of my way or I'm going to run you over. God has set you apart to be different. God is releasing a special anointing uh, because of your separation. You say, well, I can't gain it. It's not a reward. Listen, let me tell you something. The anointing, there's a price to be paid. If you think you're just going to step into the anointing, you've got it sad, sadly mistaken. Ask any minister on planet earth or those who have gone on. There is a price for the anointing. There is a price to get in the battle. But here's what I want to tell you. In this day, God says, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. That means if you want to be in on the action, all you have to do is step in. That's it. Step into the anointing that's a breaker's anointing. There's a breaker, breaker's anointing. Matter of fact, if you're at your home and you're setting, I want to ask you to stand right now. I want to ask you to just stand to your feet and I'm going to, I want to pray, a, I release an anointing upon you and then we're going to close this service. See, this anointing oil here that we use as an outward expression. What it took to get it to this form was pressure. But this anointing will fight like nobody's business. <laughs> this oil is not just an anointing to break through, but to destroy and pulverize. The Bible says it's the anointing that destroys the yokes of bondage. It's an anointing that's been squeezed out of life. What I'm saying is life has squeezed you. Everything you've been through has squeezed out of you this moment. My God. Everything that you've been through has given you this opportunity to receive this breaker's anointing. Bel Perizim, he's still the Lord of the breaks. He's the God of the breakthrough. And this oil is just a representation that in this season you've been pressed on every side. I won't negate the fact that you've been in struggle. But God says through the struggle, there's a breaker's anointing coming over you. And so Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I release this special anointing for breaking through. In the name of Jesus, I release this anointing to break down the plans of the enemy. To break in <laughs> the places to take back in Jesus' name. I release this anointing to break out of mundane Christianity. Religious rituals coming to get our fix. I release an anointing right now to break out of this culture. Lord, in the name of Jesus, for those who have chosen not to fit in the mold, I'm talking to you. For those of you who say, I'm not just going to go to church just to say, well, I checked that off. Nope, not anymore. <clears throat> God's not looking for that church. He's looking for somebody who will press in with hunger. He's looking for somebody who will press in with thirst. And I'm asking you right now, Heavenly Father, to break the mode. You don't have to march to the beat of the same drum as everybody else. You fit a different place. 
and there's some people that have been dry and God says that if you'll receive this anointing right now he says you're going to step out of the dry boat and you're going to walk onto the water you're going to walk onto the place and into the place I'm speaking to someone that you've you've almost been on the verge of stepping into the fullness of God and God says I'm going to use you now I'm placing an anointing upon you to walk on water not just to walk on water uh, physically I'm not talking about that I'm talking about supernatural dimensions I'm talking about that, that what he said in the word that you will perform the things that he said that you would do and there's some people right now that you're going to cast out devils uh, that you're going to lay hands on sick people and you will see them recover in the mighty name of Jesus that you're going to see the anointing released to set free the captive come on somebody and in the name of Jesus uh, uncomfortable uh, you may uh, you may feel uncomfortable right now but as a matter of fact God is releasing and raising a people that, that there's some things that have been predictable but God says it's going to be uncommon what I'm about to do he said don't get nervous he said expect to be misunderstood come on somebody and Joshua in the book of 6 chapter number 6 verse 2 he says and the Lord said see I have given you Jericho I have given you the city here's what I want to tell you that God has already given you the promise he's already given you your territory he's already given wherever you look he told Abraham he said look to the north the south the east the west he said if you can see it you can have it come on if you can see revival you can have revival if you can see your family saved you can have your family saved if you can see your physical condition healed you can have your physical condition healed in the name of Jesus so I'm speaking to a remnant right now and I'm pressing in with the promises of God with the city that is yours somebody needs to take your city back right now in the name of Jesus that what the enemy meant for to steal kill and to destroy we take back our cities we take back our communities in the name of Jesus I'm proud to be a part of the family of God but I also know that God is calling an army and I speak to the armies of every house that's watching to stand up and speak up to act like it think like it talk like the army of God there is a country anointing that's coming right now that's coming over you it's the kingdom takeover anointing it's the foremost part of the advancing army anointing being released now in the name of Jesus and Father God I anoint I anoint for the strengthening of your people that Ephesians 3:16 that says in the inner man awaken the inner man on everybody that's watching right now let it be exceedingly abundantly above anything I could think ask or imagine according to the power that works on the inside of me I declare that no weapon formed against you in this season shall be able to prosper in the name of Jesus I believe that those who have unjudged that have been placing judgment upon you I believe those who have risen up against you with judgment that they will be proven wrong in the name of Jesus and God will manifest the reality of who he is he says he's on your side he says you are blessed to be a blessing and I praise you God that the living word is going forth and that people are being activated by your word that it's a sharper than a two-edged sword and it's a release of the whole armor of God being forth and brought forth and flowing forth by way of the spirit of God in the name of Jesus we fight not against flesh but against principalities against rulers of darkness against the spiritual wickedness in high places so we take up our whole armor of God we take up our helmet we take up the breastplate of righteousness we put on the belt of truth give us the shield of faith 
shod our feet with the gospel of peace and we take up your word father we take up the sword of the spirit that's a dagger in our hand that's for us in close combat God fill us up with your power fill us up with your wisdom fill us up with your discernment I speak favor over everyone watching right now I speak against oppression I speak against depression I speak against uh, I speak against sickness and disease I speak against negativity and thoughts of negativity and I speak to your confidence that you will dance in the rain hallelujah that you will smile in the midst of the storm knowing that somebody else is in your vessel is on your vessel that there's resurrection life on the inside of you I release a miracle work and demon destroying power over you right now by the blood of Jesus I release the conquering king I release the royal priesthood over you I release an anointing to run every devil out of your home in the name of Jesus to, to break down every mountain that's in front of you in the name of Jesus and I declare that the supplier of all things that God in this season soldier will supply you with all things according to his riches in glory we hope you enjoyed this word if you would like to hear more messages like this one please take a second and click the subscribe button and for more information on our ministry please visit us at rhctn.com